I'm Gabs. And I'm Liz. And welcome, and welcome to, to their, their tropes, tropes battles for, for dominance. dominance. So um, we might get a chance to say that like live soon. Uh, I hope so. Fingers crossed. <laughs> panel applications ended for Hallmat. I think they're still open for Katsu. Um, but obviously I've submitted our panel. So if you live in or near or are visiting Holiday Matsuri in Orlando, Florida or uh, KatsuCon in DC uh, in the US, then you might get a chance to see us do this live live yeah hopefully someday hopefully um we're hoping um, i mean we'll we'll at least be there we'll be so there, if you right. see us like say <laughs> hi i mean speaking of cons are gonna be at uh the weekend of that this goes up we'll be at Kineticon on yes! sunday i'm so excited liz and i haven't been to a con in almost two years yeah and i also realized like as i was going through like facebook memories because this time three years ago we were at colossal con east and yep. I was like, oh my god, Liz and I haven't seen each other in almost a year, because I'm pretty sure the last time I saw you was when I was driving up to Nick's. Yeah. And, and that, that was, was December. Like, I thought it was, like, no more November. It was December and it was, November. It was yeah, very like, early December. It, 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 it's been, like, close to a year, which is, like, Right, crazy. and I, I, like, I just didn't realize that, because we talk, like, at least once a week while, because of recording. Yeah. So, and, like, obviously, usually we talk more than that, but I'm saying, like, at least once a week. So it just doesn't feel like it's been that long. And then but I... But it's been that oh fucking God. long but you guys are not ready for me and liz's cosplays should we should we keep it a secret i i don't know it's like i mean we, I it's feel not, like we're not new i feel like we should say it like okay, you okay. know so, so that <laughs> we're doing high school musical musical because <laughs> i still have my troy costume and and i have a brown wig and a white lab coat for when i took my lab class over the summer and i was like <laughs> i can buy a red dress and i can be gabriella and so um, we our are first, very excited. Our first fucking cosplays back to conventions are High School Musical. That's the fair. shit I like to see. I'm pretty sure they were also like some of the first cosplays we did together, besides Fire Emblem. <gasps> Wait, yeah, the, I think that was the second cosplay we ever did together because yeah, for Halloween. Um, uh, we, no, for Halloween we, we did it at CCs. Oh, remember? Right? No, we did do it at CCs as well. Yeah. yeah. Wait, was that? Wasn't that the Friday, too? I don't know if it was Friday or... And maybe it was Sunday. I don't... Regardless. No, it was, it was either Friday or Saturday night. Four years ago. It was one of the first cosplays we did together. Together. And so it's our first cosplay back together. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, I just ordered uh, the gym socks because I can't find one of mine, so I just got new yeah. ones. Yeah. Um, do you have a basketball? We got we got a plan. <laughs> I I I have to I have to check in my basement. It may have gotten thrown out. We'll okay, see. If not, we're gonna go to like Goodwill or something no, and try and get a basketball. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it'd be so fun. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm very excited because we were, Liz and I are trying to think like, oh, what anime do we both still cosplay together or like you know video games? Because and like and especially because it's on such short notice. It's yeah, not, like, we we, we can, literally like... planned this like three days ago. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, because it's not like we could have, like, a month ago ordered cosplays together. Like, no, like, we had to be like, oh, fuck. Neither of us knew this convention was happening. One of my friends who just Oh, I kind here. of, I kind of knew it was oh. happening, See, but. I didn't know, because I know it's usually the weekend of my birthday, but I guess it got postponed because of COVID. I yeah, <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about it, because originally you didn't have off on the Sunday, so right. I was like, I'm not gonna Yeah, I, I took it. off so that Liz and I could hang out. Um, and and then I forgot about it after you took off, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, good thing your friend mentioned it, so yes, I'm so same. excited to be going. Um, Grant might come, I'm trying to harass him into joining us. He, oh, he doesn't will... want to go, but like, he might <laughs> for us. Well, tell Grant I'll give him his common writer belt back because I still have it from Katsu. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that might motivate him. That'll um, definitely motivate him. <laughs> but enough about that. Um, other exciting news. This week I got an internship. Woo! And I did have to sign an NDA, so I can't um, – it, it's not, like, a major company. It's not, like, a, you know, like, for instance, like, a video game company where I can't talk about it because of the game. It's it's just dealing with people's private lives. Um, yep. And I'm just doing HR, so it's not, like um, – I'm super involved in their private lives, but just to be like, I are on the side of caution because I've signed said NDA. I will not be saying anything about my internship here. Just know that um, I'm really excited. It's a nonprofit. I will be making a difference and helping people. Yay! Other fun news. Yesterday was my three year anniversary with Yay! Nick. And uh, if you guys listened to last week, you know that I couldn't figure out what the fuck he was planning. The hints he had given us were um, it was some sort of food. It was started at 10 a.m., would be done by 12, 
and it was some sort of performance. It was a fucking cat cafe. I want to know where performance, performance is. Yeah, <laughs> I have no clue. I literally turned to him and I was like, what performance? is this and he's the like, cats are he, putting on a he show he said he's like the cats are the show <laughs> Nick. oh um, my but, god but it was really fun i haven't been to a cat cafe um since i think my sophomore year of college i used to go to one in new york city all the time that was like it was literally like six dollars an hour and then three dollars for every extra half hour so like i would go there for like three hours at a time and just sit there with the cats because i missed mine obviously now i have my cat with me and then with covid i feel the need to go to a cat cafe but um he knows that i love like the environment of that so he took me there mm-hmm. and we fell in love like i i have i had i've been saying for years like i will never adopt another cat because mittens is my priority but we fell in love with this five-month-old tabby her name is Faye. um f-a-y-e she, she was literally like a little lap dog like all she wanted was to lay uh. in eat, but like she kept alternating between me and nick's laps like she would crawl to the other ones and then ask for belly rubs like just per machine like all she wanted to do was like get loved by us like she totally ignored the three other people who were there at the same time as us like she did not go near them she was like you guys are mine and so mm-hmm. i was like so we found out how much the adoption cost was it's in my budget um so i was like okay i'm gonna fill out the like application and um we should find out within the next week if we get to take her home oh i love that I'm that's so re- exciting i'm really hopeful um the the employee like she doesn't work for the shelter she just works for the cafe and she said that like she's gonna tell the shelter that we seem like a really great home um we told them that oh we're engaged because we figured they're more likely to adopt out to um an a couple, couple than, yeah than like a boyfriend and girlfriend because that sounds more permanent and i'm like fuck you but <laughs> but it's like <laughs> I you guys it. are pretty fucking permanent oh no we're, we're permanent yeah we're permanent yeah. but so like i just said oh yeah this is my fiance like you know just yeah make sure extra right and i was like and i was like oh he he has a degree in animal behavior um we we're both cat owners like i'm just like i'm like please everything this cat Uh, yeah i spoke to the my vet this morning who like so they have permission to talk to um the shelter when they call them about like my cat experience and how good i am with the i'm just oh i'm so excited if we get to take her home like Mm -hmm. she definitely seemed to prefer nick which is fine because i have my cat obviously Mm -hmm. and i kind of want that because um nick had like a cat with his family and um she didn't move with us she's very old and set her ways so i just think it'll do him a lot of good to have a cat attached to him here um and also it'll be good for my cat because my cat's like 13 14 and the older your cat gets um it can be really beneficial to have a kitten around to uh like help Mm -hmm. keep the one like keep them motivated make them want to play in my cat's stage she never had her own kittens so i think it'll be i think it'll be good and she's sweet like she's very mild tempered she was like um one of my other cats from home who my cat got along with so i think it'll be a good fit and then um and like sorry to keep going on because this week's been crazy liz knows this next part as well um Mm -hmm. my family is going to be suing walgreens oh my fucking god i can't believe that yeah that was like absolutely wild so one of my cats who is 13 her name is stinky um for context like she is autistic like the vet said that my cat is autistic it's not me just like trying to like make fun of her or like Mm -hmm. use that in a negative term like she just is autistic um autism presents in cats like actually pretty similarly to how it does in like humans which i thought is mm-hmm. kind of interesting like for instance, like she refuses to make eye contact with any animal she doesn't understand social cues from humans cats dogs mm-hmm. whatever like my cat will be screaming and hissing at her hackles raised right in front of her and it's not that she's stupid and has no idea what's going on she just does not understand that that's a bad reaction yeah like she just purrs right back she's like okay <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like just like looks at her like let's let's all right i guess i love you too and i'm like no. mm-hmm. i'm like all she wants and but like i'm her favorite so i feel really bad that i'm not with her right now but um she was pre- prescribed prozac 10 milligrams of prozac to help her um with using the bathroom in the right spot because she kept peeing behind the sink for prozac yeah prozac um can help like most meds that's... that you and i can take cats can also like animals take. okay yeah. yeah, sorry, I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's not something that, like, like, for instance, Mittens, when we moved, she was on Trazodone to help her, like, to drug her through the car ride so that she wouldn't, like, freak out. Yeah. I take Trazodone to help me sleep. So, you know, stuff like that. Um, yeah. I probably take the same dose as my cat. But, um, so she was prescribed 10 milligrams. The Walgreens, um, 
and apparently most pharmacies like Walgreens, CVS, et cetera, like they are all like this where pharmacists get paid more or bonuses more depending on how fast they can fill orders or like they keep their jobs based on how fast they can fill it, not on how accurate it is. Mm -hmm. So yes, I'm going to blame this pharmacist for what they did, but also I recognize that it's the company. It's the company putting a shit ton of pressure on them. Exactly. So it's, but I I am still going to blame the pharmacist for this because they filled the prescription at a hundred milligrams per dose. Instead of what? Instead of 10. Holy shit. So my cat was seizing, um, like, like catatonic. Um, they had to call poison control. She was at the mm-hmm. emergency vet. Vet bills are almost at 10K right now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. My parents, like, if they didn't think that Walgreens was going to pay this, they don't think that they would have been able to drop all that on her, understandably. Um, yeah. Because so that's a lot of money. It's a lot of fucking money like i think the only time like any of my sickness ever came that close was when i was in the hospital for pneumonia in middle school and mm-hmm. obviously i have health insurance like i yeah. like, can't even like it's crazy so she um but keep in mind my cat also she also has um hyperthyroidism so she's on medication i got that too yeah but that, two, um, two um, actually <laughs> reminder i i should take my thyroid medication yes okay sorry sorry but, not hyperthyroid she has hypothyroidism that's both, what i have that's yes. what i have both of uh, coco and stinky have hypothyroidism can i actually have a second to yeah. take my thyroid medication <laughs> sorry guys liz just had to go take her meds from yeah. walgreens uh, don't worry she checked the dose <laughs> i did check the dose um, so but I'm yeah so the problem was so she was in the emergency vet um for i think two nights and then she got released like the evening after the second night and they i think my, my dad thinks this is his fault because it was like 1 a.m when he brought her in panicked and stuff because he was home alone my mom was mm-hmm. in uh the northeast because my sister just got dumped so she came to visit her so my whole family's been having oh. like a mess oh, this is so rough fucking right week. and so um so my dad was home alone with her and he only woke up because she started like seizing and oh. so my poor baby so um the miscommunication was that the vet didn't realize she had to take her thyroid medication, um, like, every night. Um, I think she takes it twice a day or so. No, it's, it's once a night day, um, but, like, yeah, every night she had to take it. And so they weren't thyroid. giving it to her. Yeah. So she comes back, and my mom, like, brings her back, like, a day later because she's, like, something's still wrong. Like, I, this is not my cat. And because she was, like, barely moving. And it's because her thyroid <gasps> oh. levels were, like, three times the level that they should be because she hadn't been taking her meds. Oh, God. So uh, she's supposed she was supposed to come home last night. Like we yesterday, we weren't sure if she was going to get put down or not. That's how bad it was. Mm-hmm. Um, towards the end of the night, she was like eating, moving around. My mom sent me a picture. She looks like a totally different cat. Yeah. Like, she looks herself again. I mean, and like so she's having, supposedly coming back tomorrow. But yeah, having hypothyroid. I mean, I'm just speaking from experience as someone who has it. Um, It just it makes you like more subdued, super exhausted, super right. tired like really weak if you're not taking medication for it so thank god that like everything seems to be doing okay because that's very scary it's um horrible also in a sense a little bit funny that exactly like a year ago um our other cat got diagnosed with hypothyroidism and almost died (laughs) i i have i also have a crazy like hospital story so um yeah oh my god both so both of both before prefacing this, both of my parents are fully vaccinated and everything. Uh-huh. And because uh, in New York schools, we have off for Jewish holidays. We had a five-day weekend this week if you work in schools, which my mom does. And my dad's retired, so he can just do whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> and so um, they went to Arizona to go hiking. And apparently in a fucking fallen rock zone, my dad tripped and, like, fractured, like, three of his ribs. Oh, my God. And, sorry, my dad is, like, one of the craziest, like, fucking biggest troopers ever. This happened yesterday. Uh-huh. He's cleared to fly today. Oh, my God. Only my, only my fucking dad would Your be that. because scares my, me. <laughs> My dad's the fucking wild person, but uh, yeah, they're they're uh, it's apparently fine. He just like is in pain, you know. Yeah, I mean, as you hard. will be. I, I, but no, Liz, I was totally like, fine. <laughs> but I'm just like, only my fucking father would be cleared to fly the day fucking after. Right, he's insane. But um, in other news, I got a new tattoo. I got Darth oh, Vader's I... lightsaber tattooed oh, on my, my wrist. I can't wait to see it. Yes. Um, I was terrified because my mom's the most anti-tattoo person ever, but mm. she's slowly coming around and even was like, "Let's possibly get a mother-daughter tattoo." I and, saw I that like, and I was like, "What oh the fuck? What the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? This is not my mom." I'm so, <laughs> so glad that she's like embracing um, that. 
Uh, yeah, but so that's uh, my week. I I visited some cosplay friends on Saturday, which mm-hmm. was really fun. I hadn't seen a lot of them since, like, fucking Katsu. Right. <laughs> and so it was very nice seeing people. And, yeah, that's kind of been my week. Aww, and, yeah. I'm glad you've been having a good one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, um, c- compared to my Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But um, I guess we can kind of, we've been talking for a while, we have so I guess been, we, can, we can get into sorry it. Sorry if you guys hate the witty banter. Um, I enjoy it. And yes. And so does Liz. So we don't care. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not, not that we don't care, but also we don't care. So mm-hmm. Liz, what did, what did you pick this week? Um, I chose harem. Ah! Because <laughs> I, what you guys might not know about me is I am a sucker for harem animes. I love harem animes. Like if you haven't so realized this much. by now, like what planet are you living in? Because like Liz talks about Oron like twenty four seven. Seven, yeah. Um, but so for those of you who do not know what a harem is, it usually refers to a work in which a male has three or more female love interests. If it's reversed, like a female with male love interests, it's called a reverse harem. But also, like, they don't just, harems don't just have to be, like, straight. Like, they mm-hmm. can, there can also be, like, queer um, harems where there's, like, you know, Isn't same same sex. In the I, uh, show you the, the villainess sh- thing. Are you going to, oh, sorry, you're going to talk about, oh, I'm yes. Yes. <laughs> Sorry to spoil your you episode. <laughs> um it's so it can have like it can be queer with just like same-sex love interest or there can be like multiple where there's like male and female love mm-hmm. interest just like in the show my next life is a villainess <laughs> which has equal female and male love interests and um and also for that like kind of mixing of like gendered love interests it's not as common as you would think it's Mm -hmm. becoming slightly more common another show it's in is kiss him not me i know this is a controversial show and a lot of people don't like it because it is a show that fetishizes gay men and i'm being so honest i've watched it and i do agree but also it's a show that has a female love interest in addition with the male love interest Mm. so i thought i'd mention it so um which is i thought that was cool can i can Um, i comment on yes not me um fun fact i remember when that came out because everyone was freaking out about it on tumblr and I remember mm-hmm. seeing the art style and being like, I know this art style. It's by Junko, who was a very, very famous Kuroken doujinshi author. <laughs> <laughs> so I recognized her work because I was like, Love no, it. I've seen that porn before. <laughs> I've seen that before. Her, her, her doujins are still like available to read. They're, I love her, it. It's the exact same art style. You can't miss it. Uh-huh. <laughs> But, just, but um, she's like one of the OG Haiku Dojin authors. Love that. Um, so harem, I personally, I mostly see it very popularized in like anime and atome games. Yeah. Because like I don't, I personally don't see a lot of harems in like Western media, especially because usually they focus on the love triangle, yes. not necessarily a harem. I mean, if you wanted to, technically, you could be like something like The Bachelor, or The Bachelorette, <laughs> but like. <laughs> I'm the not really is my favorite harem show. <laughs> but like I mean by definition it's a show with like it someone is, with and that's a why multi- <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> but um it's very popular in anime. Um some popular harem anime and um is like Rosario Vampire, which mm. we love. When are we uh, cosplaying that by the way? Whenever <laughs> Um, Rent a Girlfriend, Love Hina, which was like the OG harem anime, mm-hmm. um, and um, Heaven's Lost Property, and many, 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 many more. It, it's it, it is so popular. It was really um big with that weird crowd that's been like kind of active for the past years, where it's like um Japan's moving to the the, the whole like step siblings type trope oh, where it's like yeah. I'm in love with my stepsister but it, it like harem stuff has been really big in that field for some reason oh yeah it's like crazy mm-hmm. um but other reverse harems I'm also just not going to mention the harems I already mentioned like mm-hmm. my next life or kiss him not me but a good other good reverse harems or on high school host club is technically a reverse harem mm-hmm. and that's my favorite anime ever um diabolic lovers which I'm sorry I you said love. good sorry reverse <laughs> harems and then you said diabolic lovers <laughs> so I don't I don't think I ever want to trust your opinion on something again it's good trash I love it <laughs> 
it. It's it makes no. me so happy. <laughs> like genuine respectfully. No. <laughs> it's not. As someone who watched this as like an eighth grader at like three in the morning on my iPod touch, that shit was amazing. I love diabolical. Respectfully, lovers. you have horrible taste, and I am never trusting your recommendations again. Stop. <laughs> Um, uh, sorry, I should change good to popular. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's more accurate. To popular. Um, Uta no Prinsama is also technically <laughs> a reverse harem. What the fuck, Gabs? <laughs> sorry, what? um, uh, I7 walked so Uta could run. Um, Uta came before I don't I care. Seven. I don't care. <laughs> it's not good. Uta, no, I7 is better than Uta. Um, I really dislike the art style. It, That's it, it my main thing. Me, it hurts my head. It's not um, good. Like it's yeah. I, like not even like I. I'm done. But the being ending nice. song. It's bad. Play the ending song and I bump. I fucking lose my what fucking you, wait, mind. What about the ending song? The, the ending song. You know, like the like one thousand percent or whatever the. Fuck I don't it's even called. know if I know it. Oh, that shit hits. Does oh my it now. god. Yeah, it does. Okay, see, I still don't know if I can, like, trust your opinion. I'm offended, Gabs. I'm sorry, you literally said Diet Lovers is good. I don't know, like, what I can trust from you anymore. Uh, Diabolic Lovers stands, rise up. I hope you're Go back. (laughs) Don't rise. Stay where you are. (laughs) Please. I just love Diabolic Lovers. It's trash, but it's my trash. I I guess I can't say much, because love uh you know twilight but like it's my trash guys <laughs> it's just the way let me enjoy my trash let me enjoy my trash um and another great reverse harem this is more of a game but it also has an oba obey me which oh, is getting really it popular OBA. O- I, it's oba fuck it's like it's just it's i don't know if it came out yet but it's like being released very mm-hmm. soon they were like, it's getting an anime. And I'm like, awesome. And then they're like, it's a two-episode OVA. And I'm like, don't tell me you're getting a fucking anime right. if it's just an OVA. But I will still watch the shit out of it. I love Obey Me. Um, really? I've like, mm, been wanting to get into it because I love we Obey have so me. many friends who are, like, ridiculously into it. I The gameplay is really boring. Oh. <laughs> but the characters make my heart so happy. Okay. Levi is my best boy. I love him. He's a little otaku little shithead. Okay. And I love him. He's so cute. I love him. He When he calls me a normie, my heart flutters. Liz. <laughs> he calls you a normie and I'm like, ah, I love you. So remember that conversation we just had about you having really bad taste? Yeah. I, I'm thinking that it is ringing true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't even deny it. Yeah. I mean, they're all trash men in that, too. Yeah. yeah. I told you, I like harem animes. You do. doesn't necessarily... They're very but few... But doesn't mean they're good. You just good. Like... There's very few absolutely amazing harem animes. I will say Do that... I still watch the shit out of all of them? Yes. And I love all of them. Not... Okay. Sorry to be, like, super NSFW out of nowhere, but Liz, to me, it just sounds like you want to get gangbanged. Like... Oh, I... my God! <laughs> Is anybody I, else getting this vibe? I just want to be loved, Gabs. You're not I giving that vibe. <laughs> I'm sorry, you I just, just sound horny and depraved. <laughs> I'm lonely. <laughs> I, I want just one person to be in love with me. The idea of multiple people. My heart. Liz, Liz, Liz. I'm in love with you. Gabs, I can't date you. <laughs> Says who? Nick! He can get over it. <laughs> okay, I'm stealing Gabs from Nick. That's that's happening. If he wasn't at work, he would say okay. Okay, um, well, I'm happy. <laughs> but um, I love harem animes. Um, as you have seen, I love them a lot. Um, mm-hmm. That's why I chose this one. Unhealthily and, so, yes. Um, I'm not what about you, Gabs? You uh, like harems? <laughs> I, I, if I, I prefer um, reverse harem, usually, just because... I think the only harem anime I ever liked was Sword Art Online, and that's because I was, like, 13. Oh, yeah. I, I tend to find reverse harems better, in my opinion. They just tend to be because, written by women. Because half the time, for, like, regular harem animes, the main guy does not fucking deserve Yes! Any of that it. is my main beef. The, oh, oh, see, and that's like, why that's why I like Rosario Yes, Vampire. I was just about to say, like, speaking of, like, 
ones I actually like, Rosario Vampire, like, they act, like, he, I don't, I fully, like, I am Team Skune, like, he was, he was, like, argu- arguably, like, a good protagonist, like, he it's had like, issues. Do I, do I really think in real life this man could bag, no, like, he could that not. many attractive girls? No, I do not believe that, but... I don't see it completely being impossible that he would have, like, all these girls in love with him because he's genuinely a nice person. Yes! Nice guys and, always win. And I might get hate for this. I tried rent a girlfriend, and I have I have not seen a single redeeming quality in the main male protagonist. So I had to stop watching because I'm like, I do not believe that a single one of these girls would ever fall in love yeah, with Yeah, speak your truth. I've, I didn't even try it, and I believe that's true because like and i'm like every single time i'm like he just keeps doing shitty things and nothing he ever does is redeeming and uh and it's just like you can tell mm-hmm. that like none of like none of these are written by women because it's just Absolutely. like mm-hmm. that's why that's why i love like reverse harems i feel like you even if they are trashy the female is always nice and kind and you can see why someone would fall in love with her Yes, that is exactly how I feel. Um, even if they're just supposed to be like self inserts, I feel the exact yeah. same way. I mean, that's what half of them are. They're like yeah. submissive, docile self inserts. <laughs> yeah. But um, but they're also like they're nice and they try really hard at what they do. Liz and, and I might yeah. also just be gay. Yes, that I think is an important concept that we that we yes. want to consider. <laughs> you are correct there. <laughs> Um, you are uh, correct there. But I do want to just, like, add again, like, I think it's very interesting that you brought up the whole, like, it's more popular in, like, Japan specifically, but, like, East Asia in general, because uh, the West is much more focused on their love triangles. Oh, and yeah. And I have, I I feel like I read something once that, like, tried to explain why, but I've, I've never really found, like, a good explanation for why the West tends to be focused on that over... I think, yeah. I think I feel like it has more to do with um uh like the fear of poly- like polyamory and stuff yeah. I think um because I a lot of um harem in reverse harem like shows like the characters like I we could we could like we can share you know whereas yeah. um it's a lot more possessive in uh, yeah. the love triangle where they're like no she's mine that sort of thing yeah and I also just think like especially in the U.S. if you say the word like harem in a show they immediately go to like the very like not like dirty but like very sexualized version of what I they know think what a harem saying. is yeah like like uh concubines and concubines stuff. instead of like within anime like if you say this is a harem anime you go okay cool it's just like multiple love interests right but if you said like oh this show is a harem show many westerners would think like oh like concubine like that kind mm. of stuff so i think it also might be along those lines as well Definitely. Um, Look at us being academic. Academics. Um, I love it. We are icons. (laughs) (laughs) We've been recording for almost 30 minutes and we haven't even started reading. Sorry, Uh, this is going to be one of our long ones and you guys are just going to have to deal with it. Yeah. So, um, of course, I chose from My Next Life as a Villainess because I fucking love that show. It's called Katarina Should Have Studied Ancient Scripts by Violets X Lilies on AO3. And so I wrote a little uh, description of the fic just so I could explain it for those who don't know the show. Okay. Um, It's inspired by the episode I Became Engulfed by Desire where the characters get sucked into a magical book in that episode katarina gets sucked in and mary and maria read what's happening in the book this fic does the kind of the opposite and katarina doesn't get sucked in and mary and maria do and so within this episode she kind of there's this book they all get sucked in and it just Uh like plays out your like your deepest desire and because it's a reverse harem anime Many of them have to do with Katarina because they're all their desires are to be with her. And so it's going to be her reading through that book. I mean, based based on what I've heard, same. So I (laughs) I can't really talk for that. And so, um,. This I chose two sections, one with the male one with a male love interest and one with a female love interest. The one with the male one is 
follows along the lines of what happens in the episode, but mm -hmm. kind of different reactions and stuff to it. And then the female one I chose from Mary's perspective because she's this is comp that one's completely made up. So okay. I'm gonna read for Katarina, and you're going to read for just the two other uh, love interests. I think I chose Jordo's and. I said I chose Mary, so you're gonna read for Jordo and Mary. Okay. So how, yeah. So how was it pronounced? Jo uh, for what? Jordo. Jordo. Okay. Giordo or something like okay. that. I I just wasn't sure. I was. It's like especially when you watch it in like Japanese. Sometimes I'm like, am I just gonna over exaggerate saying it? So yeah, <laughs> it's Jordo. That's, that's, I think that's there. Giordo or something. Okay. So. Katerina hummed as she looked for the mysterious lost book, happy for the distraction from her work. It wasn't that she hated studying. She'd done enough of it in an attempt to raise her magic levels. It was just that these days she was much more of a hands-on type of girl. Spending the days poring over books left her with an excess of energy that made it hard to focus. She'd rather be out working on her field right now. Realizing she probably wasn't going to find a single book in, um book amongst the haystack that was the school library, Katarina stretched and jumped in place a little, trying to ready herself to sit back down and focus. It was nice to be spending time with all of her friends anyway. Just as she reached the door to the room she and her friends had occupied, she heard a high-pitched scream come from within. Are you? Bursting through the door, she cut her questions short, distracted by the bright green light surrounding her friends. One second they were there, all standing around, and the next, they disappeared, and all that was left was the book that had been in Mary's hand, seemingly floating before, shutting and falling to the ground. Ooh. Okay? What? What just happened? She called out to nobody as she ran over to pick up the book. Turning it over, she recognized it as the book she had been looking for, with the weird writing that she didn't understand. Following her instincts, despite the logic of what she had just seen, implying that it might not be the best idea, <laughs> Katarina practically threw the book open. And Katarina's kind of stupid. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So that's okay. Giordo! And me? For a second, she thought he'd been able to hear her. He'd been sucked into the book, hadn't he? But it looked like it was just a picture. A moving picture. It seemed to be slowly zooming in and looking more closely and looking... This person is writing really long sentences, yes, and it's they, making they it rough. Yes, they very run-on. Yes. But they, they wrote a book. That's more than we can do. Yep. It seemed to be slowly zooming in and looks more and looking more closely. There were sakura petals floating down around their figures. Magic TV? She paused there for a second longer, waiting for something to happen. But the storybook version of herself and Giordo just stood there, staring at each other's eyes and smiling at each other. She turned the page of the book and almost dropped it with a loud gong noise when a loud gong noise echoed around the room. It almost sounded like a wedding bell. The next page looked like a continuation of whatever story the book whatever story the book was trying to tell. Both Katarina and Giordo were walking down the aisle with similar decor to the door with similar decor to the door they'd just been standing outside. Another bell gong sounded and then an orchestra of music started flowing seamlessly into the room Katarina was standing in, utterly alone but for the book she had in her hands. She couldn't help but let out a worried moan with how out of depth she was with this magic. I, I, I know what they meant by worried moan, but, but it's also, <laughs> that, that's just such like a, a weird way to write it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, settling into her chair she'd vacated earlier, she flipped another page with a new determination to figure out what was happening. Well, now that the wedding is over, you finally belong to me alone. And that's actually the fucking quote from the anime, so it's... I don't like that. I know, yep. The Jordo inside the book said, his voice unusually smooth as he flicked his hair prettily. Prettily. What? Prettily. <laughs> Wedding? Katarina explained at the same time as, as her counterpart within the book gave an enthusiastic... Yes! yes! Oh, you. that was you. Wait. <laughs> Yes! Why is she marrying, marrying Giordo in the book? Uh, sure, they're engaged, but she's known since they met that there was never going to be an actual wedding. And she's sure Giordo knows that too. He's only been keeping the engagement going to ward off any other suitors, after all. Where is the book getting this from? She's so stupid. She's really stupid. I'm it's just okay, letting me you know. Too. This, is, this is you. Oh, okay. No one will be coming here for the rest of the night. Giordo continued perfectly pouring some wine one-handed while smiling at the other Katarina. You'll be alone with me until morning. Oh, God. Was he going to try and kill her as some kind of a revenge for being forced to marry her? It wasn't even her fault this time. It was the book. 
the snake throw the snake katarina i will say this it's because jordo's afraid of snakes uh. so she had a plan hatched up if so, as I said, within the anime, uh-huh. she's sucked into an Otome game where she's the villain. And in one of the endings, Jordo like, kills her. So oh. she she finds out that he's afraid of snakes. So she always keeps a snake on her to throw at him to, like, scare and distract him <laughs> if he ever tries to kill her so she can run away and, like, sail to somewhere else and be safe. So um. that is the snake. Um, okay. <laughs> I've been waiting for this day, Jordo. Her counterpart ignored all the training she'd done for this moment, instead walking up to him and leaning into his chest. I'm so glad you never called off the engagement. How could I ever even consider letting go of someone as cute as you, Katarina? His laugh seemed to echo a bit as he danced Katarina <laughs> around in his arms, throwing the wine glass in the air and catching it again as he twirled and dipped her. Huh? Jordan was calling her cute. What was going on in this book? She could feel her ears getting hot at just the thought of it. I love you, Jordo. The real Katarina squeaked out loud when she heard the, what the book was saying. I love you too, Katarina. Jordo moved his face closer to her as he spoke, his voice sounding deeper and huskier than it ever had. Ah! I hate that word. <laughs> um, <laughs> I promise to protect you and cherish you until the day I die. Katarina felt her heart throb at the declaration. Oh my god, I'm sorry. This author just keeps using the worst words to describe this. I'm in pain. Even knowing that this was just a made-up story, hearing those words coming from Jordo was like angels singing in her ears. Jordo, her book counterpart, seemed to be of the same opinion if the tone of her voice was anything to go by. Their faces were awfully close now. Katerina realized absentmindedly, almost close enough to... Her mind went blank. They were kissing! She and Jordan were kissing on the page! Oh my god! <laughs> she felt like her face was on fire. She stood up so fast her chair got knocked over. Without uh, really listening, she heard Jordan say something about having her all night. Oh before, she got out, before he got cut off by her slamming the book shut stop no it was getting good bitch keep reading (laughs) she's she is i love her she gets so flustered by everything and uh i mean should we do we have time to finish another little section we're at at 40 minutes so we should probably we we probably should um not do that yeah but but so (laughs) essentially the rest of the fic is kind of going through each character's um like desires and Mm. all of them are with katarina um because they're all in love with her and she's too stupid to realize it you know what good for her stupid people rights stupid people rise up um that being said uh because we're gonna cut it early if you guys like prefer longer episodes feel free to like say something we we just try to keep it around like an hour because um we found like through analytics that most people seem to prefer that Mm -hmm. but we're not like opposed to doing a longer episode if oh yeah gets requested enough so just just drop a comment okay so, um, thank you, Liz. I haven't even watched the show yet, and I want to keep reading this. <laughs> Watch the fucking show, Gabs. I will literally, when I come to your house this weekend, I'm going to hold you at gunpoint. Oh my god! Okay, we can. We'll watch it. I promise. Thank um, you. I love this show. <laughs> uh, so I guess is is it is it my turn? Yeah. Oh my god. Um, so I got randomly assigned trapped in an elevator or trapped in a lift for all our uh, Brits, and I am assuming Aussies say it the same way. You guys, you know what? I'm not going to comment on it, but please get better words. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is, trope is uh, literally as as it sounds like two or more people. Usually, it's just two people get trapped in an elevator. Um, it's the elevator slash lift will shut. Uh, just like get stuck or break down when they're trapped inside and they're like oh no what do we do we're trapped in an elevator uh um mm-hmm. it's almost always used to advance a romantic plot and it often oh, leads yeah. to sex for some reason which i think is really fucking weird i would that sounds, never that sounds there's horribly there's cameras in there too yes majority you know, maybe of like, elevators maybe, have cameras maybe like a quick kiss you know? Oh, absolutely. No, we can make out in there. Like, sure. Yeah. Let's, let's but, have like, a steamy makeout sex? session. But, yeah, that's my thing. Like, sex just sounds, like, awful. Because, like, also, like, I don't know about you guys, but, like, to me, like, having to stand while you fuck sounds so tiring. Like, sex yeah. alone <laughs> is already, like, that is already tiring. Why do you want to make it worse and oh, make yeah. yourself stand through it? I, I don't get it. I really See, don't. I will say it's a bit better than people... 
I a big thing in my town was people would go and have sex in the woods. Oh, that's and awful. That is awful. The leaves, the fucking dirt. Oh my the twigs, god. The bugs, like mm, I can't. Fucking Ew. Do that. Um, I mean, <laughs> I can do. I can do a bed, a couch. And <laughs> I, I can do a bed. Um, and, that, and a that is all you will get from me. No, we're 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 in a bed or um we're not. <laughs> I I mean at the same time though I can't I can't say too much on like the woods part because um I worked at a sleepaway summer camp for many years and we literally had this place called Paradise Paradise Hill. Um, it was an abandoned mattress left in the middle of the woods. Oh God! <laughs> and people got dared to sleep there. God, I don't know anybody who actually like went through with like having sex out there but i know that people hooked up in the woods all the time and like in an effort to not get caught like yeah my my sleepaway camp was we had a girls camp and a boys camp and they were far from each other so it was like it was very easy unless you were gay but it was a (laughs) catholic camp so you didn't really want to be like they didn't want to be gay You didn't want to test the waters and see, because you did. You never knew when you were going to get someone who was cool or someone who was homophobic. Fair enough, um, but it's the way you were like, you know, it, it, was, it was a Catholic camp, so you don't want to be gay. Uh, no, I didn't mean it like that. One of my, I will say, my first time ever meeting someone, like meeting someone who was a lesbian, was one of my camp counselors there. It was really great because I had a really positive gay role model for myself, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my god, I love her. She's so cool. She's so cool. And so I had a great positive role model with that sleepaway camp that. counselor, and yes. my actually my entire cabin loved her and was very supportive, and we always. There was one girl who oh. kept asking her about like lesbian sex, and she stop. I can't fucking talk about this with you guys. Like, please stop. Okay, but I got were... asked that too, but that was because I came out um my last summer as a camper, so they were all like, mm, "Tell us about how you have sex." And I was like, "Guys, I am fourteen. I am a virgin." <laughs> so she had been like, "Stop!" But we did ask her about her exes, and she told us about her relationship. So she was great, Aww, but so um, there was no hooking up at my camp. Mm-hmm. So and our dancing, it was leave room for Jesus, leave Stop. room for Jesus. <laughs> that reminds me, of, like at my summer camp, we actually, um, thankfully, I did not have to navigate this issue. But two of my coworkers um, were eight counselors for the oldest group of kids who are fourteen to fifteen at that summer camp. That goes for quite a while, and. Um, they had a problem where two of the girls in the same cabin decided to start dating. Uh-huh. And their beds were right next to each other. Oh, okay. And typically, like, the camp rule is you cannot change beds, like, once you have been assigned a bed. Uh-huh. So I really, really felt for my coworkers who had to figure out um, to how to, like, tell these kids, no, you can't have sex in our cabin. And we're not being homophobic by saying that. Yeah, like, you just can't have sex in the fucking cabins. Like, like we'd be saying the same thing. Yeah, literally, you, that's the thing. They're like, we'd be saying this if you guys were straight. And they're like, but we wouldn't be living together. And they're like, that is the point. That is true. So, regardless. I, I, just, I, I felt so bad, like, when I heard that that was happening. I was like, I have never been less envious in my life. My life. I could not yeah. imagine. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, but, sorry. Um, maybe, maybe, should we do, uh, should I keep going maybe? Like, keep going? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, so, sorry, we're saying how uh, being stuck in the elevator always use, leads to sex in fitness for some reason. Sorry if you guys hear the massive garbage truck going by my ha- uh, apartment. Um, it can also be used to, like, do a hurt comfort fix. So, like, people mm-hmm. who are claustrophobic or have, I don't know the like, the word for being afraid of this happening, like getting stuck in an elevator, but I'm sure that there is a long German word for it, just yep. knowing it. Um, and uh, it's also really often used to reveal, like, secret identities. Like, uh, for instance, like Superman, um, the example that our, uh, the, um, what's it called? Fanlore? Fanlore used was, like, if a villain was cutting, like, the wires, like, the cable wires holding the elevator up, that um, Batman and Batman, <laughs> Superman, <laughs> and uh, what's her name? Lois, Lois Lane. Lane. Yeah, Lois Lane. If, like, Kent Clark and Lois Lane are trapped in the Clark elevator. Clark Kent. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You don't go to DC. I don't. don't I really AC. don't. But that's the example they used. Um, where he'd, like, he'd have to reveal himself to her in order to... Uh, save them. Save them. Uh, 
I and then another really popular example of this is Miraculous Ladybug. And I actually almost went with a Miraculous Ladybug fic before I found this one. And I'll get into the fic mm-hmm. that I chose. Um, Liz, you can probably see what it is. And be like, um, yeah, I can. What <laughs> I'm sure fuck? you have a lot of questions. Um, yeah, I do. But um, so I almost went with this fic because I when I like search through my bookmarks, right? Keep in mind, I have thousands of bookmarks on Archive of Our Own. Yes, a lot of it is porn, but a lot of it isn't porn. So I was just like searched. Like, I was like trapped in an elevator um, and I had one result, um, not even like not even like it was porn it was just one result it was a miraculous fic from 2016 which made me laugh because if you know miraculous like if you keep up with it uh this recent season that started coming out this year um there was a a scene where they both get trapped in the elevator after and okay this is going to be um a spoiler to anybody who hasn't watched the recent season so skip ahead like 30 seconds if you haven't and you don't want to be spoiled but Marinette tells Alia that she's Ladybug, so that she has like a confident to a, a confidant to like, talk to about it, and um, so she's not like totally alone. A man so, in the chair. What? Like in Spider Man? Yeah, the man chair. in the chair. Basically, exactly, exactly what that is. Um, so she gets trapped in an elevator during an Akuma attack with Adrian, and um, she's like, "Oh yeah, I'm trapped in an elevator," and she's like, "With Adrian?" And she's like, "Yeah, but there's a fucking Akuma," and she's like, "Oh shit!" Oh, because <laughs> um, like. In, you know, obviously Adrian is Shadow Noir, but neither of them know that it's the other. And so I actually found, um, so I found a fic related to that. But the first fic I had was a similar situation where, um, from 2016, where they got trapped in an elevator and they re- ended up having to reveal themselves to each other in order to get out and win. And then they're like, oh my God, it was you. But um, oh, obviously. I have, a, I have a crush on you. Right. And obviously, I think it was in, um, I think it was either. I think it was Optigami, the, the episode. I don't remember what episode it is um, where they're in the elevator. Um, but obviously they, uh, they like, don't reveal themselves because the show must go on. Mm-hmm. So they um, – so I read it, found another fic that was, like, uh, what it – like, a different POV of that scene where it was Plag and Kiki, the Kwamis, like, um, meeting up, like, like going out of the elevator to talk and being, like – I'm, like, like they're like, pulling their little hairs out in frustration, like, oh, my God, just, like, fucking do something. <laughs> like, yeah. Just, like, reveal yourselves, which was also really cute. But then I was still looking, and uh, for some reason, majority of the fix under this tag are um, – either for marvel or for uh, k-pop groups various groups not just uh-huh. bts so i was trying to find one and so i was like you know i had this just as options and then i was like i found an icarly fic <laughs> written <laughs> in 2021 <laughs> well they, there's the icarly reboot but it's for sam and freddie sam is not in the reboot yeah okay like this is for the og icarly i love that for them and and like they're i don't i don't remember the summary but the summary literally ended with, it just said seti <laughs> sam and freddy's ship name <laughs> i love it and i was like oh my god i mm. and then i opened it expecting it to be kind of like a crack fic almost but i'm like wait why is it written like not horribly <laughs> Oh, yeah. So I I didn't know where to cut it, honestly. Like, this is the entire fig. Like, it's, like, um, 11 pages in, or 10 pages in Google Docs. But it's, like, I couldn't figure out where to cut it. So I figured we would just keep reading until we decide that we've had enough. Yeah. So um, uh, I cut out, like, two paragraphs, and that's it. Um, oh, for reading. Um, I'll read for Sam. You'll read for Freddie okay. and Carly. Okay. And then I can read for Spencer. And I think that is all of yep. the places. Okay, so you start. Are you going to read the title of the film? Oh, <laughs> that would help. <laughs> um, it's called Don't Forget to Press the Button by Sam underscore Flowers. It's rated teen and up. Now you go, Liz. Okay. And that is why you should never use a lava lamp as a plunger, Carly exclaimed. This has been iCarly, the number one rated web show for teaching children how not to plunge. Catch us next week to see Gibby demonstrating the wonders of donkeys. Carly, don't you think that's a bit cryptic? Sam gave an exaggerated glance to the camera, wagging her eyebrows. I think they meant waggly. (laughs) I love that word so much. (laughs) Waggle her eyebrows. Maybe no one will notice if we show them how cute we are. Carly jokingly responded as she and Sam hopped towards the camera, flipping their hair and play flirting. See, See you, you next, next time. time! That'll be as in unison as our um, episode title for sure. <laughs> they shouted in unison. Freddie grinned and lowered the camera. And we're clear. The girls relaxed their faces before jumping around a little to shake out their nerves from the storm raging outside. Oh, the paragraph I cut out just says there's like a massive fucking snowstorm in Seattle. <laughs> Fredhead, how close were we to losing power during the show? Sam asked, flopping down onto a beanbag and draining a water bottle she grabbed before the show. Honestly, too close for my liking. I didn't want to worry either of you, but 
I'm checking the weather now, and it looks like we, uh, like we might still, we still might any minute. Carly shook her head and sat on the floor next to Sam. Shouldn't we be in the basement or something in case the windows break? Do you want to sit in that basement with Lubert? The three of them sat in silence, all of them obviously comparing the risk of the storm outside to the risk of vomiting in the presence of Lubert's mole in Bushwell's unkempt and dirty basement. I will say, screw kid shows for making everyone think that moles were really ugly. Yes! Because I have a fucking mole on my face. Fuck those. Most people have moles. I have moles on my face. It's just like, it happens. It's just normal skin. I was to be like, fair, what? To be fair, I don't think it's a mole. He's, he's a wart. So he's I don't know like why they say mole. But, um, because he like, does say it's a wart. Why do I remember in like childhood, multiple shows would have like moles and they'd be like, oh, they're so gross and they have hair coming out of them. And I'm like, because damn. I feel like, I think the like fuck? those shows mixed up like boils, warts, and moles. moles. Genuinely. Yeah. Most people have moles. So if you have yes. moles, it's okay. It's Love normal. Yourself. <laughs> a particularly loud moan from outside and the horrifying sound of bending glass made their decision for them as Spencer yelled up for the teens, We need to go downstairs! Mrs. Benson says if we don't get down there in the next two minutes, we'll all die! After a pause, Okay, so she didn't say that, but she did say if I don't get Freddy down there in the next two minutes, then I'll die! So get your butts down here! <laughs> <laughs> Freddie sighed, wishing Spencer was exaggerating. The three quickly made their way downstairs, where Mrs. Benson could be heard rocketing, rocketing around the next-door apartment in a frenzy, packing up an industrial-sized first-aid kit and food. Sam, nonchalant as always, strode in the opposite direction towards the fridge, unbothered by the ruckus surrounding her. Can I just say it? This is, like, actually written like an iCarly right? episode. <laughs> That's why I was surprising. I was like, wait, this is good. <laughs> Sam, we need to leave. There is no time for ham. Carly yelled. Without turning around, Sam dismissively waved her hand in Carly's direction. Who knows how long we'll be down there? I need provisions. Well, I'm heading downstairs. With that, Carly spun on her heel and followed Spencer out to the hallway, where three other eighth floor residents were trying to move Mrs. Benson away from the elevator. Despite the massive equipment she carried with her, she insisted that everyone accompany her on the stairs, where there was no fear of a power outage interrupting their escape to the basement. Oh, or look at her shadowing. being smart. Look at her being smart. Right? She is smart. We love a lady, Lady Benson. Yep. Finally, account accepting defeat and the fact that they all could have been downstairs by now, the two men of 8F offered to unload her food cooler and jugs of water to begin the trek, and the group began to move. Freddie, watching the scene unfold from the Shays' people, gave another sigh as he watched his mother disappear in the stairwell. He loved her, for sure, but the moment of peace he'd been gifted between now and her realizing he was still upstairs was to be carefully treasured. What you looking at? Freddie whirled around, having forgotten Sam was still in the apartment. Willing his heart to slow down, he wondered if the beaded skip was from the jump scare, or really, from how close she was to him he decided not to think about it my mom just somehow cajoled everyone into taking the stairs instead of the elevator and i didn't want any part of that another whistle from outside blew past the windows of the apartment highlighting the sudden silence inside do, do you think we should go down to who sam asked a shadow of fear passing quickly on her face before returning to cocky indifference it can't hurt and anyways i wouldn't want to be alone with you freddie threw the last sentence over his shoulder with a playful grin as he picked up his backpack and swung it around his shoulders are you ready, or do you want to take some food with you? I have, I have some room in my backpack. Sam stared at him as he, she tried to reply with a good comeback, but realized there was no need for one. Um, no, I, I'm good. Thank you, though. The uncharacteristic apology hung awkwardly in the air, and Sam desperately tried to wave it away. What do you say to a little rebellion? What? Last one to the elevator will never get Carly to love them! Sam that is so in character, too. I can't get over that. I know! I'm like, somebody had like clearly watched the entire series before watching, like writing this. Mm -hmm. um, Sam dashed out of the apartment with a grin, blonde curls flying around the front door as she wrenched it open and sprinted down the Nile silent hallway. She reached the elevator in under a minute and smacked the down button, expecting Freddy to be rounding the corner with a huff and an angry flush at her Carly love goading. When the elevator dinged a few seconds later and Freddy still hadn't shown up, she peered around the corner to see him standing calmly with the chaise keys in his hand, smirking at her. You insult me, Puckett. You should have known that doesn't work on me anymore. He strolled past her bewildered face in the now open elevator. Coming? Sam recovered quickly. Well, thank God for that. I was getting tired of swallowing my own bile every time I saw the way you drooled over her. 
Shoving past Freddy with a light elbow to his side, she was satisfied to see his eyes roll. Sam! There it was. There was something about the way he said her name that made her stomach flip-flop. She had found herself more and more teasing him so that he would roll his eyes and say that, say her name, in that exasperated, slightly disapproving way that made her feel even more mischievous. She couldn't help but notice, too, that this reaction was pretty new. She couldn't imagine a Freddy of three years ago even daring to be in an empty elevator with her, let alone roll his eyes and reprimand her in one. Indignant, and for yes. some reason, <laughs> wanting to prove himself to Sam, Freddy stared at her, waiting for what he thought was an inevitable punch or at least a withering glare. The small, almost invisible smile caught him by surprise, and he caught himself involuntarily relaxing his defensive pose. Her eyes sparkled when she smiled, he thought. He liked to think that he knew her better than most people, but she didn't let a lot of people look so closely at her, both physically and emotionally. He soaked up the opportunity to take in the light in her eyes, the warmth and the crackling energy that was uniquely sand shining underneath her bangs and cascading curls. She seemed to be lost in thought, but a happy thought. It was a good minute before the pair snapped out of their reverie, startled unironically, not by a sudden movement, but the realization that there was none. Are we moving? Sam jumped up once, testing the feeling. I don't think we are. Oh, great. My mom said this would happen. What do we do? Is there an emergency line here? You just had to use the elevator and go against reason. Freddy was pacing around the elevator, gesticulating wildly. Everyone is in the basement right now and has no idea where we are. What if we run out of oxygen? What if we kill each other? Remember what happened in that space pod? Jesus, why do we why do we always end up in claustrophobic locations together? If Carly wasn't there, you would have murdered me over the stupid space nuts. Sam, I swear, I am going to- Freddy! Sam grabbed his wrist in the air, forcing him to face her. If I promise not to kill you, will you calm down? Carly, Spencer, and your mom all knew we were on the eighth floor, and it's not like there's a lot of places we could have gone. They'll find us soon. Noticing his expression at their contact, she dropped his wrist but looked at him cautiously. After all, if they were to be stuck in here together, she'd rather a Freddy in his right mind than a Freddy mid-panic attack. Freddy sighed and slid to the ground against the wall opposite her, throwing his backpack beside him. Sorry, I don't know what came over me. It's fine. I'm sorry I suggested the elevator thing. I guess it was pretty stupid. Tilting his head up, Freddy gave a small smile. Sam Puck giving an apology? Maybe I should be worried. For the second time today, Sam couldn't think of any remarkable comeback, so instead of so instead, opting for shrugging and flopping onto the ground with him. I accidentally paused it. Um, I'm going to end it there. There's like a good chunk of it left. And um, it basically just ends, spoiler, skip ahead like 15 seconds if you don't want to hear that how it ends. But it, it basically just ends with her like kissing his cheek and being like, Cute. you know, you're my best friend and I enjoy spending time with you. You know, like, you know, I don't I don't hate you. Um, And it, it's actually a cute fic. And I'm like, who someone needs to hire them to write an episode because like, they, like they have it they, down they have the iCarly thing down it's absolutely great. like you just know remember when the iCarly website was a thing and you could like submit like episode plots you just know that they submitted like a bunch oh yeah I remember I submitted a bunch and I mean obviously I'm not the only one who submitted like the Sam goes to jail thing but I remember when they finally did Sam goes to jail and I was like I came up with that one that's mine that's mine <laughs> right yep. um but I, I don't know. I don't usually go for these fix. I've been reading them more just because of the latest Miraculous season, reading them in Miraculous, but I love this fic. <laughs> this this yeah. iCarly fic speaks to me. What about you, Liz? Um, I definitely am not the one to really read, like, stuck in elevator fix. Mm. Um, yeah, it just doesn't end up coming up it's not that i'm against them it just doesn't come up in what i'm like usually looking for that is fair i would say like i genuinely like i genuinely just like i don't look for them like specific like i would only mm -hmm. and like i don't look for them if miraculous i'm just okay with them and miraculous but other like we had that conversation who fucks in an elevator you know like that's why i don't really like them because i'm like who that sounds awful like mm -hmm. i think i think um for a lot of people who write um sexually explicit fix a lot of them don't either don't have any or don't have a lot of sexual experience like i was mm -hmm. reading this fic that like this porn it was a it was a genshin porn fic and i'm not gonna say what it was just because i don't want this author to get shit on for anything but the two characters were having sex and the one who was on the receiving end was literally like laid against like um the concrete outside the pool mm -hmm. and they literally wrote that he laid her against the concrete outside the pool and i was like and they're having rough sex. And I'm like, oh 
Oh, this girl's poor back. Her fucking back. Like, her her flesh is in ribbons right now. Like that that is Shit. horrible. Um, and obviously like that like they don't mention it at all beyond the whole like he put his arms like cushion her and I'm like I'm sorry like if she's moving then like, his that arm hurts. is ripped up too. Yes, no, like that that that's bad. Like and I'm, I'm like you can just tell like this person hasn't had a lot of sexual experience because I'm like they would oh, know from that motion that. You would not yeah. be okay to do that. But, at the same time, like sex logic is a thing. Maybe they do have a lot of experience, and they just say, "Fuck it, sex logic." So, yeah, <laughs> who am I to say anything? Um, but uh, I think that's that for this episode. Anything mm-hmm. else you want to add before we put our closing in? Uh, um, go see Shang Chi. If it is safe for you to see it in theaters, oh, it's a great fucking it. movie. Liz, will holy you go shit, see it me again. Yes. Okay. Wait. Can we see it this weekend? Yeah. Is that even a fucking question? Oh my god. Of course okay, I would. Then let's talk after this because like you can cut. Like there's a theater by my work. So. Okay. 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 We'll talk after. So Liz, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok at Lazily Liz. What about you, Gabs? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok at Flighty the Nerd. Liz, where can we find info on the show? You can find the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Trope Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Trope Podcast. They're their tropes battles for dominance. Uh, wherever you listen. Oh, wait. First, email us if you have any suggestions about the show, any comments. We'd love to hear from you. Also, good Maze Runner fix, uh, Twilight fix for Gabs. Email us at tropedominance at gmail.com. Or um, child exclamine porn from Genshin Impact. I'm all about that shit. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> please uh, rate, comment, subscribe, follow, whatever it is, wherever you listen to this show. It helps us a lot. Um, if you see us at Kineticon, please come and say hi to us. We'd love to meet anyone who listens to this and yeah. yeah oh um, also uh this is at the end but next week's episode is going to be recorded together yes oh my god i Woo! think we have to like say something about that beginning but liz and i decided that we're because today we were going to record two and then we decided we're just going to record one and then do some other special work and, and, and um we're going to yeah. record some while we're together this weekend and i'll give her the gifts while we're recording so that you guys mm-hmm. can hear that as well and we'll probably put a little video on that as well yeah okay all right bye so, bye, bye.